in case you haven't been following here, um, Bola Ahmed has been declared uh, the president-elect, uh, followed by other reactions. Now, people had to wake up in the morning to that announcement. So if you slept off the night before uh, without any conclusion, you get to wake up with an announcement. For some people, it ruined their day. I even knew someone who had to cry that morning. Well, for whatever reason that is, but this is the only statement we've heard from P2B himself. Okay, uh, this is towards um, the press conference being held by his vice presidential candidate. Now, this is a tweet. Our vice presidential candidate, Dr. Yusuf Dati Baba Ahmed, is addressing an international press conference at the Labour Party headquarters in Abuja. I intend to address Nigerians and the international community shortly. P.O. Now, uh, we've been waiting for his own press conference, although he says shortly, um, we're not sure when, what hour, what day, what time. So we're going to stay tuned until we get the response from um, the Labour Party presidential candidate, Peter Obi. Now, there have been disagreements, and uh, you won't wonder why um, the presidential campaign council for the APC are quite insisting that Peter Obi and uh, Atiku should call and congratulate um, Bola Ahmed Tinibu just the way Jonathan did in 2015. To me, if you ask me, that's a bit of mockery uh, because Jonathan did that for his own reasons and they think that the same fate should repeat itself, uh, being that uh, they signed a peace accord and so everybody have to behave themselves. At least that is what Shetima was citing earlier when he said that um, the country, that they should actually embrace peace and not plunge the country into chaos. Some people are saying that as a threat, depending on how he said it and the tone at which they read it. But that is it for it. Uh, going forward, the reactions has really not been so good with a lot of Nigerians, while some other people are celebrating and popping champagne. There have been a couple of states and the state governors, they've actually tried to hold to this. Uh, River State has been trending. Uh, Governor Yeson Wiki has been on the lips of everyone because of the outcome of the election in River State. Okay, not everyone paid attention and not everyone was on ground in River State to know what happened. But it's as if everyone in the world and everyone on Twitter and on Facebook know exactly what happened because to them, they're on ground spiritually. Yeah, so whatever happened here can only be testified by the people in River State. And why he's trending amongst all the other governors is still a question to still ask. Because as far as we know, um, a lot happened during the elections, widespread rigging. Yes, quite obvious, uh, quite detectable. You can see it from a mile away. You can smell it, okay, even from a long distance that a lot of rigging happened. And because of the beavers, the rigging was quite uh, secured, okay. Um, imagine you rigging somebody out by reducing their numbers and adding their numbers to some other person's numbers just so that you don't, the BVAS does not detect um, overvoting. So you have to be very careful. Uh, but that means you have to minus somebody's numbers to add up somewhere else. Now, that is the height of it. And that has been the difficulty uh, during the election. It's been really confirmed. We've seen it. Through the voice of Dino Malaye of the People's Democratic Party, the PDP, um, 
who have asked the INEC chairman certain questions regarding um, the BVAS and everything they explain to Nigerians as to how he's supposed to work. Now, this is it. Let's just go into it a little bit. The INEC chairman explained that the BVAS would work this way. Um, after voting, uh, election results are uploaded in real time. Now, when they say real time, in say real time, it means it's supposed to happen almost immediately. Okay, and then you're supposed to view your polling unit results online. Everyone can see around the world. And then when it comes to coalition, they will have to compare what they have in, in person with what is uploaded. Now, but that wasn't the case. All through the coalition, they never referred to the uploaded results. They were working as though we're still doing elections even before we even knew what the elections were. So uh, the previous election in 2015 was card readers. And we know that for things to have happened during the 2015 election, the card readers were ignored in certain places and they reverted back to manual voting. Now, the BVAS is said to be the machine that never allows manual voting. So without the BVAS, there will be no elections. Because of the whole trust on the BVAS and what it was designed to do. But that wasn't the case, really. The Nigerians saw it. And what the chairman would say to everyone is, if you're not happy with the outcome, go to court. Now, that's another question one would ask. What is really the duty of INEC outside conducting elections and collating the results, however it is it comes? Because it's like nobody takes responsibility in INEC. And when the results are called or um, returned or cancelled, to be fair, the body is not to be blamed. Nobody there is held responsible for anything. Maybe that's why it's happening that way. Because we know something they call recounting the ballots. At least we've heard that when the United States conducting the elections. If you're not satisfied, uh, go for a recount. Yeah, we've heard that before. Meanwhile, earlier before the official announcement of uh, Bola Ahmed Tinibu as the president-elect of Nigeria, um, Labour Party and PDP had a joint conference calling for total cancellation. Yeah, total cancellation. And people were asking questions. Why would Labour Party be uh, trying to join hands with PDP to call for cancellation? Knowing that PDP would have tried rigging the elections in certain places and couldn't outrig the APC. And that's the reason why they're not happy. And... The repeated question on everyone's lips is why would Labour Party, with everything they stand for and everything they've claimed to want to do and put together, want to stand side by side with the PDP to contest a result against the APC? Now, it's as if what everyone wants is for APC to leave power because APC has been in power and there's nothing Okay, to write home about it. Nigerians can attest and they know and they've written scripts and books and novels about it. Okay, and it's not been so wonderful for the past eight years. And they know that APC shouldn't be there. PDP is confident that if APC were left alone without rigging, they wouldn't even win up to five states. Now, that is the claim. And Labour Party, on the other hand, people are saying that, hey, Labour Party, with what you stand for and your principle, who is actually someone uh, not in the class of the people around the PDP, 
You should not be going for joint conferences with them. You should not be joining hands with them to do anything. And so NNPP came out uh, with uh, Rabbi Yukonkoso to say that we're not creating any alliance with any party. We're not creating alliance with PDP. We're not creating alliance with Labour Party. We're standing on our own and we're calling for total cancellation of the presidential election that held on the 25th of February 2023 in Nigeria. And so the Labour Party came out later on to say, okay, well, we're disassociating ourselves from every alliance with the PDP. As a matter of fact, everybody now should go on and fight their own battle. We're all calling for cancellation of the result, and so you can take up take it up to your heels and seek for your own redress. Now everybody's pursuing this right now and want to see how it goes. Like it's been really quiet around. Um, the whole place hasn't been really tense the way it used to be before the election. And after the election, everywhere is calm. After the announcement, everywhere went calm for a long time. To a point where we're beginning to question the silence going around. Yeah, the silence. It's, it's really been quite much. Yeah. Anyway, um, on the 11th of March, the governorship election would kick off. People already begin to point fingers towards that place. As a matter of fact, it's as if they already begin to give up on any litigation, any redress, even the total cancellation of the election that everybody's been asking for. They've been actually they've been waving their hands off and uh, trying to point fingers towards the governorship election, while some other people are still dwelling on that place. We're going to seek a redress, we're going to ask questions, and we're going to ensure that the elections are cancelled and you we go for a rerun. Well, let's see how that happens. I'm going to keep up with the update. This is just a quick rundown commentary on what's been happening. Uh, we're probably going to look into details, okay, during the next episode of this podcast. Stay tuned. This is the Radio Apprentice. You're listening to our Radio Live podcast. We're bringing you the details very soon.